Welcome to the Stacking Slabs podcast. Join Brett to get the latest sports cards investment advice, hear from industry experts that are deep in the trenches, and find out when to turn left when the rest of the market is going right. Get eBay ready, get PayPal ready. Let's be students of the game and stack those slabs. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to Stacking Slabs, your hobby content alternative. I'm your host, Brett McGrath, B2B marketer, sports card collector, and investor, professional wrestling fan. I am sitting here at my kitchen table looking outside, and the sun is shining in a nice day in Indianapolis. However, we are at 19 degrees. Boy, is it chilly. And, but I can't complain. And you know why I can't complain is because I had a conversation this week with a marketer for my job. She was in Warsaw, Poland, and she said it was negative two when I asked her the question. So shout out to everyone in Poland. It's cold over there. If I got any Polish listeners uh, living in the homeland, um, give me a shout. I know it's cold. Staying indoors, collecting sports cards, doing your thing. The Super Bowl hasn't happened as I'm talking, but it's going to happen by the time this goes live. I've talked a lot about the Super Bowl. I've, I've talked a lot about uh, what what's going on, the game, everything. I just think hopefully we get a good one on the other side of this. Hopefully we're all excited about it. Um, I am as I sit here. I'm. I'm. This is. The, I told my wife this morning um, that this was the most excited I think I had been for a Super Bowl since '15 when it was Manning's last ride. There's just something about this matchup, so I ho- I'm hoping for a good one. I am thrilled and excited for the weekend. I think I'm not a big mainstream guy. However, I've been following the weekend from the jump. Shout out to all you Trilogy listeners. Um, I was on Thursday from the from the jump, and uh, the thing I like about the weekend is that you know he's never compromised his brand, and he's always been about what he's about regardless of the size of his audience. And I think that's really special. And I think he makes kick-ass music, and he's a hell of a performer. When I woke up this morning, I decided, I was like, you know what, Like, I'm going to share some of my weekend concert experiences on my stories. So I did that. I've seen The weekend live. He, he throws it down. I'm expecting some really big things for, from that show. So hopefully he, he wows us. I think he has the potential to wow us. When I think of Super Bowl halftime shows, I think of Michael Jackson's, no doubt about it. That was a game changer. And then the other one I think of was Prince. And the reason why the Prince won rules so much, it's because it was the same Super Bowl that my Indianapolis Colts won. So it's an, that's an amazing day. And rest in peace to Michael and rest in peace to Prince. Um, I'm excited for this game. We're getting some wings. It's my favorite. We've got a brewery uh, right around the corner. Doing a little wing special, going to load up on some wings, and we are going to throw down. But shout out to everyone out there. Hopefully you all enjoyed the game. Um, hopefully it's just incredible football. I, I just My hat goes off to football and the NFL and the fact that we're, we've come to a conclusion. It's just that's not something I think anyone really anticipated. And I thought I think we all thought it might be a little more rocky than it really was. Um, sure, there was some... COVID stuff here and there, but I think just the fact that the season is coming to came to an end 
and we can sell put that one in the books um, is a uh, is an accomplishment. And I will tell you, this was the first year in I can't even I couldn't even tell you that I did not step foot in Lucas Oil Stadium. That was uh, I adjusted to it. I I think I just adapted to my new environment. I got comfortable watching the games from my recliner. I will say. I have renewed my season ticket package, and I cannot wait to be back, hopefully live and in person this next coming season. Man, that sounds like fun. So I'm excited for the Super Bowl. I'm also excited for what's happening in the wrestling world. I think just a couple things off the top. You know, Edge won the Royal Rumble. Not my prediction, but now as I'm seeing what they're doing, it makes a lot of sense. They're putting... They're, they're bringing edge across all of the brands, and it is... I have not watched SmackDown yet. That's what I'm doing right after this, so I know he was on SmackDown. I'm not sure what went down yet. I always try to avoid that on my Instagram feed before I watch it. Um, so I, I what they're doing, from my perspective, he was on Raw talking to McIntyre, and then Balor on NXT, which is awesome, and then you know Roman on SmackDown, so leaving it a little bit of a mystery, I think, of who he is going to be challenging. Edge is the right guy for this spot. I think, you know, everyone's excited to see him. Hell of a performer. And just, you know, his promo on NXT and his the story he told was just fantastic. So I'm excited about that. I'm even more excited about seeing Kenta on AEW television. The New Japan AEW relationship is live. That is something as a wrestling fan that's extremely important and something that I have been waiting to see for a long time. I think the opportunities are endless, but shout out to Tony Khan, the owner of AEW, part of the Khan family, owner of of the Jacksonville Jaguars. You know, he's just like me. He's my age, and he's just a wrestling mark. And he happens to have a lot of money, and he happens to be booking one of the best best product, in my opinion, um, going on right now with AEW. So he knows what the fans want. And what I want is a relationship with New Japan Pro Wrestling. And I think just that just gets me so excited. So I am pumped up from the top just about that. Kenta giving the go to sleep to Moxley. Um, looks like we're going to have a match coming up um, just with Lance Archer and Moxley versus Omega and Kenta on AEW television. Oh, baby. Um, just for me, my, I've, been, I've been consumed. I, I, I've talked about launching this company. Um, we're in pre-launch mode building the product, going to market. I am doing this. I'm podcasting. I'm building an audience. I am building the story around the problem that our customers have, and it's fun, and I'm having a blast. I'm grinding, though. I am waking up probably you know, 45 minutes to an hour earlier every day so I can get all my stuff in, um, building out social media, trying to build awareness, and it's not, hey, come check out our product, but it's just, connecting, networking, the things we do in the hobby that's important when we're trying to build and develop our brand. Doing that, um, building the story around our, our solution and our, our narrative that we're uh, taking to market and our point of view, exposing the pain and telling damn stories. I'm grinding. I'm, 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 ha- I'm doing it. There's not a lot of stacking slabs activity during the day. If you see something, um, it's, it's uh, probably limited. I try... My, my scheduling is I'm doing some work social in the morning, early hours. So that's when I'm trying to get 
some of my stuff out for stacking slabs and then just some of the promo of the show is going on a little later but it's it's fine it's a nice balance i'm i'm trying to figure it out but i'm having fun it's like i'm living in these two worlds building a job building a company and in, in a new role at a job and then also continuing to focus in and build on stacking slabs don't you worry you loyal listeners of the stacking slabs family i'm not going anywhere regardless of how much work i have to do this is a priority because I love the hobby, it's an escape, and I love giving back and connecting and meeting all of you. With that being said, a lot of DMs, of course I try to get back with everyone, definitely my communication is delayed, and it's going to be delayed for the foreseeable future. So if you shoot me a DM, I'll get back with you eventually, but it might not be as quickly as I did before. But we're not here to talk about my work. No, we're not. We're here to talk about sports cards, baby. That's what this Stacking Slab show is all about. And I think right out of the top of the gates, we got to talk about Ken Golden and the Golden Auctions. I think those auctions and what had happened a week ago, which I was talking you know, a couple of days ago, it seems like that happened an eternity ago. And, and for me, it was just, you know, uh, 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 as this goes live, about a week and a half ago, and just the impacts of those sales and what's going on. And I'm not going to get into the details and the nitty gritty. There's a lot of people that cover the hobby from a, you know, market trends perspective and from a sales perspective that are a whole hell of a lot smarter than me. And I know my position in the hobby and my position isn't to talk about sales history and data and stuff. We've got platforms like Card Ladder to help us do that. And we've got people like the Card Ladder team who do an excellent job of sharing their perspective on on that and giving point of views. For me, all I can tell you is that that's an impact what happened. Those sales are the the sales of the Jordan cards, the sales of the Mahomes card, the sales of the Gold Luca. I I found out about the sale of the Gold Luca in the when I was uh chatting with Jeremy from Sports Card Live, which I'll get go, go back to that. But I found out someone put it in the chat and that was presented on air and my jaw hit the freaking ground. I, I, I was stunned. I mean, I, maybe I shouldn't be stunned, but gold, PSA 10, Luca Rookie. I mean, of course, that's going to be a card the market wants. But, you know, for 600 plus, whatever it went for, oh, baby, we are in a whole nother world. And I think we are in a whole nother world because this is not your, um, this is not, uh, you know, your your regular hobby anymore. This isn't normal. Things are different. And the reason why things are different is because there is a tremendous amount of attention and interest. We've got people everywhere coming into the hobby because it is, it is fun. It is nostalgic. It is an alternative investment where people feel like they can buy something and then uh, put their money in a place where their car, that card is going to grow and they'll, you know, 2X, 3X, 4X, 10X, what, who knows their cards. It makes sense. It's the reason why we've, we've been doing this, you know, why we've been in the game. It, 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 I, don't think, I don't think that because more people are coming in, there's anything we have to worry about outside of prices going up, but I think those are always opportunities to find other areas of focus and there's a ton of areas of focus, and I'm that's what I'm currently doing. I think you know, anytime you bring in athletes, celebrities, fractional groups, things are going to change. Money comes pouring in. It's like anything in life. 
We need to not look at the hobby as one big thing, but there are pieces of this damn pie, and we're all parts of these pieces. It's just, it's, uh, I, I don't know, the way I think, it's like there's different classes. I think we can appreciate that high-end class that is out there that can afford to buy a $700,000 Michael Jordan card. We can appreciate the fact that that's happening, and we can be viewers of that, and we can sit on the sidelines and be like, damn, that's crazy. There's no way I could ever be in that game. But what you should think about is coming from a place of abundance and saying, that's the card. That is one of the most iconic, if not the most, if not the most iconic card that we have in this hobby. And the fact that it's going for those prices means really freaking good things about the security and eventual um, cost of any sports cards that you currently have in your collection. Um, if you want to participate and you want to find ways to be competing in that um, area, you know, you, you it's just you got to put in the work and you got to find ways to level up. Easier said than done, but nose to the grindstone. There are a ton of people out there with a ton of wonderful collections and have the ability to do that if they want. The All the power is in the, the cards that you currently have and the currently own. 99% of the people that I talk to in the hobby on a regular basis are just normal freaking dudes like you and me and everyone else and gals, not just dudes. There are gals out there. I want to make sure I shout out all my gals who are listening to Stacking Slabs. But... You know, the, the way I look at it is you people don't just go and write checks. No, 99% of the people don't go and just write checks or empty their bank account to compete in these auctions. A lot of people are selling the cards that they have, and this is a culmination of activities that happen over a long period of time. So that's why my motto is always do the work. Do the work, buy the cards, and just continue to build that equity so that if you do want to participate in some of these crazy golden auctions, you have some cards that you can sell and you can get in the game. I think Ken Golden is an excellent marketer. I respect his game. I think just from one marketer to the other, he is um, his name is going out there. He's making these sales happen. He is um, serving the needs of a, a piece of the, mar the market, and that is the high-end um, segment. He's built trust within a lot of people, the audience members, like the hobby. When I was on Sports Card Live with Jeremy, everyone just kept commenting and talking about what was going on. And I, I didn't realize at the time I was going head to head with a bunch of these auctions. However, there was an awesome freaking group out there in that conversation. And shout out to everyone that uh, watched that. And shout out to Jeremy. This is a good time. Hell of a show, man. Talk about a dude that has a process and a just well-oiled machine with Sports Card Live on Saturday nights. It's a staple in the hobby, and I just want to take a second and thank him for having me on for a couple hours on Saturday night. It was fun. It was I just had a blast. It's something I don't normally do on a Saturday night is get and chat with someone with about cards, but I got the opportunity to do that, and that's because Jeremy said, hey, man, I appreciate what you do in the hobby. Come on my platform. Let's talk. So I had a blast. Go check out Sports Card Live. Hit that subscribe button on the show. If you like what you're hearing on Stacking Slabs, come on, hit that subscribe button. Um, but back to Ken Golden. Whenever I hear people talk about Ken Golden and the auctions, my first instinct isn't, okay, let me go see what he has so, or what's up for auction so I can go buy it. It's, oh, that's too expensive for me, but I'll have fun watching what happens. 
there are other people in the hobby that are serving the needs of the market from at different levels. And I want to just shout out the Wharf Sports Cards, my man Nick, who is has his own consignment business and is not going out there to compete with Ken Golden. He's going out there to serve the needs of a specific segment of the, the hobby, and that's a segment most of us are in and a, a level most of us are at. And I had Nick on the Hobby Hustle. It's going to be this Friday. And I had him on. We've been in, we are in some chat groups together. We've exchanged some messages. He's just the guy I'd always want in the hobby because this guy has hung up everything he had, his teaching career, everything, to go all in in sports cards because he believed. He believed in his skills and his ability and his passion. And what we did is I, I just, I was like, dude, I told him this like right when we hopped on pre-call. I go, dude, like, I just want to, I just want to kind of, we'll talk about cards and talk about, you know, what you think, this and that. But like, I just want to hear about how you made the decision to drop everything and do what you're doing now. And one of the most authentic, real stories that I think has ever been told on this show came from Nick on the Wharf Sports Cards. And I'm sitting here getting goosebumps talking about it because it was authentic. It was real. And damn, like, he's a guy like, you should all drop everything and go hit follow on his page right now because he is a dude full of passion. And that is what we need in this hobby. We need passionate people that are willing to sacrifice everything and go all in and run businesses and make this hobby better because they believe in themselves and they believe in their skills. Inspiring is just not even a big enough word to talk to you about how I felt after inspired after I got done talking with uh, Nick. How's that for a teaser? Go check out the Hobby Hustle this Friday. You won't regret it. I think, you know, my role on this show is to share some of those stories and build awareness for those people. That's how I, I'm here to serve the community in that way. I'm here to curate those people and let you know that they exist and that they're great people. If I'm having someone on the show, it's not because I'm trying to get their shit promoted and I'm trying to give them like, it's because they're vetted by me and approved by me. And 10 times out of 10, I bring them on because I want to learn something and indirectly share it with all of you. So I can't be more excited about that episode. I'm hyping it up, baby. I'm hyping it up. Um, you know, and I got tons of reaction from people about my comments that I kind of just said offhandedly last week about, you know, like I think messaging of the, some of these new companies in the hobby that are trying to, that sucks. And I think they could do a better job if they focused in on their brand building and their messaging strategies. Uh, I got so much reaction from positivity from people regarding that, like telling me like, hey, dude, like you should spend more time. You should help these companies out. Like, You've got skills that you know you can apply to the hobby and make it better. And which I, I this is what I think I'm doing on this show. But it, it it motivated me to think. Well, what else is there? What else can I be doing? And you know, I don't have all the time in the world right now. I just led with I'm building a freaking company. So I do want to find opportunities and I do want to find spots where I can give back even more. And that's kind of a goal and a focus with the Stacking Slabs podcast this year. I want to thank all of you for being a part of it. That's straight 100, authentic, genuine. 
Um, I love this stuff, and I love meeting people like Nick from the Wharf Sports Cars, people who, I, who I'm about, who are in it for the right reasons. Um, this show is a freaking passion project, but I'm confident in the quality. Um, you know, I think the, my feedback to everyone is just give back, continue to give back. Um, you know, if you've got ideas and you want to be a content creator, just go like share your stories. Don't, don't like, don't hold back. Um, this show is not for everyone. I don't want it to be for everyone. I want it to be your hobby content alternative. You know who you are, who are listening to this. There's a reason why you're listening to this. I'm either educating or entertaining or hopefully doing both. That's what I'm trying to do with this thing. Um, you know, and I think this is just straight from the hip right now. I'm just thinking back and I, I consume, I consume, if you have a podcast, probably I'm listening to you at some level, shape or form. I've talked about so excited that the crossovers on, on uh, Apple now. Because I listen to ninety nine percent of my content while I'm running or walking. I mean, this I, uh, I this is my new strategy with the crossover. We can all agree that the crossover is a staple and a pillar of this hobby community. I get on for the first hour, and I, I get involved in the chat and watch the first hour. And then hours two and three, that's like okay, I'm going to listen to that when I'm running this week. And I did that last week. And you know, Josh and Chris talked about uh, the Ringers' new podcast, and you know. Simmons set the stage for all of this, and then I didn't listen to it, so I'm not going to go into the comments, but the reaction was, you know, the, the episode that The Ringer put out in their new sports card podcast, which I don't even know what it's called, fell a little flat, was the response. And it fell a little flat because it's doing what everyone else is doing, you know, forecasting picks. They don't know the history of the hobby. They're out there just saying stuff. And no one like us wants to hear that. We have had it. That ge generic pick approach is just for the birds. Look at what's happening in the market right now. Like, people aren't paying attention to that. People are paying attention to the legends and the goats. I mean, come on. Like, the collectors rise to the top always and forever because the collectors are the ones with passion. The collectors are the one who appreciate the history. The collectors are the one who it's more than just about making money. And that's, those are my people. I love that so much. And I love all the collectors out there that are just about this show because it has taken a long time to earn your trust. I know that. I know that. I was a new kid on the block for a while and people were like, man, who's this other guy hack making picks, this and that. Dude, I learned my way. I'm learning along the way, but where I've ended up is in a very nice spot. I'm with the collectors and with the community and I stand with you. Um, I'm busy. I'm a busy guy just like everyone out there. So the time spent on stacking slabs is time spent. I could be thinking about my job, thinking about my home, thinking about family, this and that. But this is an important time. So I just want to say I appreciate everyone and everyone's passion and everyone coming back every week and listening to me talk about sports cards and ideas. I hope that you think that this show is more than just about sports cards. It's about operating. It's about lessons learned. It's about how to treat people. That's what I'm hoping you're getting out of this. And I say this, I, I, everything I say on a regular basis, um, I, I'm not trying to gain agreement. I, I'm not. I, I say what I say to provide my perspective and point of view on the market. And I think all of us should, be, should have an independent point of view on the market. And that is just your stance. That's when you see something You've got an opinion, and if someone were to ask you your opinion, you'd share your perspective. So 
here's some perspective on my point of view, just to give you some examples. I think the combination of new new participants and interest is causing some of the cards to elevate too quickly, hence the golden auctions. Now, the Jordan card. Yes, it jumped quickly. However, that might be an atypical example because of the iconic nature of that card. That card is, although it's not the most rare or scarce card, it's the most iconic card. And I think with that, that one's a little bit of an outlier. I do think the price of the Luca, man, I mean, how much uncertainty still is there with Luca? Championships matter. Two championships, three championships are built into his prices right now. That scares me. That scares me a little bit. If I'm, if I'm deeply invested in buying a $600,000 card, buying a Giannis card, come on. Like, championships matter. That is a topic that we should be talking about all of the time. All of the time. Championships take baseball out. Doesn't matter as much. Basketball, football, championships matter. So I think we, sh- we should all just be cautious when we're pouring a ton of money into these cards of guys that haven't done anything. Luca's impressed. He's a great player. I love watching him. If he's on TV, I'm watching him. But he hasn't done anything. It's facts. Another point of view, I think people in the hobby with intelligent who are in it for the right reasons gravitate to each other. It's, it happens in the DMs. It's like, you know, there's so much noise out there, but I end up t- chatting with people that, that have not the same perspectives, but that are intelligently looking at the hobby. I think scarcity of cards matters, like championships. That matters. Those are points of view that I have when I'm spending my hard-earned money on sports cards that I take into consideration and qualify before I make purchases. I'm not saying I don't do prospects. I, I think about if you ask me, hey, when you were growing up, what sports cards did you like? And I think I talked to Jeremy about this. It's like, you know, 92, 93 upper deck. 94, 95, 96, like those years, that was my prime. And what was I doing? I was chasing LJ, chasing Jerry Stackhouse. I was chasing the rookies. That's what we do. That's part of what we do in the hobby. But that can't be all that you do if you want to stay around for a while. That's like going to Vegas and gambling. It's a point of view on the market. Having a point of view on the market helps build and develop your brand. I said this this week. Your brand isn't the size of your following the dope design work of your logo, the cards you own. It's what's in the hearts and minds of the collectors when your name comes up. You got to protect your rep. That means, first and foremost, standing for something and having a damn point of view on the market and expressing it. Being easy to do business with. Giving back to this hobby. You got to give back. You can't just take. If you just take, going to damage your brand and damage your reputation. Have you noticed that people who give back continue to grow their platform? Just check it out. Look around you. Look over your shoulder. We must help each other as this thing expands. It's going to continue to go gangbusters, no doubt. We're we're just seeing the, the beginning of it. The golden auctions from last week are just the beginning of it. Don't be scared, everybody, but be adaptable. Understand there are different segments in the market understand there are different types of people in the market and understand your place and position and by all means necessary, 
have a freaking point of view and be feel it, be passionate about it, and be strong about it. And don't make sure the inspiration that you get from that point of view is not ripped and replaced from someone else's, but is your own. Because what we need more of in this hobby more than ever is authenticity above everything else. And I mean that. There's a lot of phony baloney jokers. I've tuned those dudes out. You know what that's done for me? It's made me happier. This is an escape. I'm on the freaking grind 24-7. My escape is talking to you on this show. My escape is getting on eBay. My escape is sliding into the DMs on Instagram. I don't want it to be clouded. Just some feedback for everyone. Shout out to my man, Kevin the Captain 37. So much good feedback. How about that episode? This guy's collection is nuts. That's that garage story, storage locker, whatever the hell it was, finding the Brady chromes, <laughs> setting two to PSA. Hey, when you're in the grind and you're making it happen, you get lucky. That's a theme I continue that continues to come up. Shout out Jeremy. Talked about you, Sports Card Live. Shout out my man Yamwax. Here's something that happened this week. Yamwax gave me a care package. Just an amazing guy. It had a Fred X first RPA in there. Had a Macho Man Circle K unscratched card, I guess you call it. Had some of those uh, the, the Panini stickers, Superstar stickers popping them. Yamwax is a pillar of the hobby. My man, just just he's everywhere. Uh, I want to thank him. But when I did, I went live, and when I did the uh, when I did the uh, uh, un- unboxing, if you will. My man Lefko came up and requested uh, to join. And when Lefko shows up on my Instagram live, I'm gonna let that man in. I mean, my my God, he was up with he was on. He's a good dude. He's got a fun job. He was on TNT that Wednesday night with Shaq and uh, D Wade for Christ's sakes. Uh, but I had so much fun, and it was the perfect timing, and I knew it because Lefko came on and the Eagles fan, and I knew that Yam got. Uh, Dropped me that uh, Fred X card, and that was my favorite moment of the whole conversation is being like, yo, Lefko, check out this Fred X card that Yamwax got. And then what what happened after that? The stories, because you know that well, Lefko is uh, full of those stories. Shout out my man Ben Carlos. Love his channel on YouTube. Highly entertaining, highly educational. Someone doing something different. YouTube is a hot mess sometimes, but I want to shout out creators on there who are doing their thing that I enjoy and I enjoy it like I literally sat down this week and I I don't even know I think I got on YouTube when I was in my hour of social for work which I never do and I saw his video pop up hit play and laughed my ass off so also I got my Beckett cards back June 4th submission 30 day came back this past week whatever I got my cards, whatever. There was stuff in there that I didn't necessarily want because it didn't fit in my PC. So I sold it all, all up for 24-hour auction, one-day auction, sold everything. To be honest with you, I was stunned at the prices of some of the cards that I sold. There was a lot of eight fives in there, a lot of nines. Everything sold that in most of the sales exceeded my expectation. It just went to show the market is nuts. Man, Reminder to myself, don't sell, don't sell everything at once because it's a pain in the ass to ship everything out. God, the process there. I want to be a good seller. 
I want to put cardboard behind, around the cards. I want to put them in sleeves. I want to package them pro- appropriately. There's so many steps. I have mad respect for people that are shipping stuff out every day. My brother bought a couple cards. Black Diamond Peyton BGS from me. Bowman Interstate BGS 9. That's an easy deal. Doing a deal with my brother. He saw my video. goes, hey, I'll take these two. Is that, you want to quick pay me? Sure. All right. I'll give it to you next time I see you. Why can't every deal be that easy? Uh, fun when you can make deals with your family. That's that's the pinnacle of uh, operating in the hobby. PSA, I got a lot going. Hopefully, I get my cracked ice Seiku. I got a Sabonis Mosaic Rookie Auto. Excited to see the grades on those. Those should be coming home soon. I'll get on, jump on, and do a video once those pop. They, my my November wrestling cards have received, been received. 171, baby. I'm looking at the prices right now in the vintage wrestling card market, and man, I can't wait to get these cards back because it's all vintage. It's going to be fun. The wrestling community is absolutely insane. The card community. Passion, most passionate group I interact with on a regular basis. I put a tweet out there uh, this week, and I just said, hey, I want everybody in the hey wrestling card community, like, let's go. I want everyone to post a wrestling card that they think that they own that they think is undervalued right now and is going to grow with time. I just threw that out there and I I posted a picture of my Roman Leaky, which is Roman Reigns' rookie card from the Slamorama FCW set BGS 85 and I look I put my phone down, looked up at it. I had like 100 responses. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> So much passion for wrestling card community. I got so much time for all you wrestling card degenerates, man. It's fun. There, There is the prices with the prices of everything right now. I, that's where I'm spending a lot of my time because it's stuff I want and it's stuff I believe in. And it, like, yes, the prices have gone up, but there are opportunities within that community. So it's just fun. And you know me and wrestling. I love it. All right, here's some quick hits, thoughts. I've been doing this on Saturdays and I just did it this morning. So I'm going to, Put these on my Instagram story, and here's what I'm saying. I'm gonna rapid fire, 20 quick thoughts. Lamelo Ball base hoops card. Everyone's freaking posting them in the hobby right now. If you got it, just sell it, sell it, sell it right now. The Bucks D line. We'll see what happens in the game. I think that's a differentiator. I'm just saying it right now. We'll see what happens in the game. Hobby content. I prefer audio over video. Most of my stuff is on the go. Zion, John, and Trey could all miss the playoffs. What does that do to their cards? Something to think about. I think the Rivers retirement caught the Colts organization off guard. I think they thought they were going to get two years from them from him. Puts them in an interesting position right now. I would have more anxiety, but I really trust in Chris Ballard. Again, I think companies in the hobby should be doing a better job of positioning. Hobby rules because of the passion and collectability within it and its sustainability. Top shot. I just don't see that happening. I'm I'm not a hater. I just people are in the game there to make money first and foremost. I think select is the best. Select rules. Love the product, design, photography, and it's a limited run. Wrestling cards, they're the best. Matt Stafford, he's gonna have to win a championship in his first two years at LA for that trade to matter and for LA to get something out of it. I think Sam Darnold has a ton of potential and another with a change of scenery. Excited to see where that kid goes. Maybe the Colts? Question mark. I think the weekend's halftime show is going to be one we'll never forget. Jason Tatum gets lost in the mix. He's really fucking good. He's really good. I watched him on Friday night. Whole game. Boston 
and the Clippers. He's just he's a very strong player. Peyton's prices are starting to be even with what the market what they should be in the market. Congratulations to the Card Ladder team. Their app is phenomenal. Unbelievable user experience for a first shot. It's just awesome. I love it. Friday's Hobby Hustle is going to be one you're not going to want to miss. Prospects, I guess, are the new black. Everyone's buying Legends and Goats. Go check out Prospects. Not a lot of people are talking about it, but the Utah Jazz are a great team. Very, very good team. I don't know. I don't know if they have the horsepower to beat the the Lakers in seven, but they're a hell of a team. I've enjoyed watching them when when they've been on League Pass. Tons of stuff. Not everything is going through the roof. There are tons of things out there. You just got to find it. I want to close with this. The passion in this community is undeniable force. This is a place where cards are exchanged, a place where friendships are made, and we can be guilty of talking with our card pals more than our friends in real life. Everyone is on vacation here. Enjoy it. Let's enjoy our time here. Let's enjoy the friendships. Let's enjoy the passion, the cards, the learning, everything that goes into making this thing as special as possible. Don't forget, this is an escape and it's it's fun. Definitely hit that subscribe button if you like what you've been hearing. Follow me across all social channels. Let's go. Let's keep it rolling. Let's close out this week strong. Don't forget the hobby hustle this week awesome i've said it a hundred times on this show take care of yourself take care of others around you and i will talk to you next week peace